Good evening, and we will continue as we began last night, Bezer Hashem, here in the Chavis Avavis, Shar HaTshuva. When Chavis Avavis says the Shar HaTshuva, he wrote right after Shar HaKnia, that was the section, the gate, talking about humility, because humility is the first thing that is needed. First and foremost, to be able to embark on the progress and the avoid of tshuva, the work of tshuva, is humility. And this is something that he actually wrote in Sharaknia, in Perak Ches, which was a short Perak, back in Sharaknia, he explained at the end of Perak Ches, indeed, that the beginning of all tshuva is hashiflus v'hashachus v'hakniya, a sense of lowliness, a sense of smallness, a sense of humility, is what brings a person to tshuva. So indeed, that's why, says the Rebbe Zavavis, he now takes off on this Avoida of tshuva. And as we mentioned last night, the Rebbe Zavavis has a unique view, a, uh, a very uplifting and a different perspective on tshuva than many other Rishonim. I think that many of us are used to what tshuva is. Tshuva we, we, uh, we view as we've sinned and we've sullied ourselves and we're drowning and we need a, a lifesaver and we need to get pulled out of the mud. And Chavazavavis has a very interesting perspective on it, an interesting take on tshuva. So like we began last night, the first principle that the Chavazavavis lays down is that man was created imperfect. I'm sorry for all you fellows out there that thought otherwise. But man is, was created imperfect. Imperfect in the sense that Hashem knew when He was creating each individual that we would not be able to live with utmost perfection. The Pasuk already tells us, Chavazavav is going to quote this Pasuk in Kehelas, Ki There's no one that's just completely righteous that's only going to do good and not sin. It's impossible. And He's going to explain that now in logic first of all, dictates that, and as well we see it from the Torah itself, from Psukim. In other words, as he said in his words here, Ki A person is always going to fall short to be able to live a life of perfection. Therefore, built into the system of being able to recalibrate oneself and get to ultimate perfection is tshuva. In other words, tshuva is not like we would think, well, you were supposed to do the job right. You were supposed to get it 100% perfect. You didn't. All right, we're going to bring in a new system. We're going to give you a second chance to rectify it. It's not the way the Chavos of says it. He says right at the outset, Hashem knew that just because of the composition, because of the diversity, because of the extremities of the personality and the psychological makeup of a person, it's impossible. He sort of, we're set up for failure. But Hashem knew that. And Hashem said, I know you're set up for failure because that's the way I needed to make man, to be able to choose by the many times throughout our lives we have to make choices. And Hashem says, and you're not always going to get it right. Hopefully you will. Hopefully most of the time. But you're going to get it wrong many times, and therefore we have this other plan. We have this other system that you're able to then rectify it and then ultimately come to perfection. So let's uh, see, where do we get this from? Number one, Midera HaSeichel. 
We know it from logical, from from reasoning. We can assume it ourselves. Why? What we find about the human being, he has opposing natures. And the many diverse parts and roots of his makeup. We know from different svarim, there are four elements in what the world was created from, and each human being is Eish, Mayim, Ruach, Ofer. We have a side of us which comes from the from the Eish, from fire. The side of us which comes from water. The side of us comes from Ruach, from the wind. And fourth, we have a side that comes from the Ofer. So just to take two, to give a simple example. The Eish in us, we're not made of fire. We don't have fire within us. But that Koyach of Eish, that, that the, the energy of fire is what makes us heated, is what gets us angry, which gets us upset, which lets our tempers flare. That comes from the ash side of us. Now, we need that ash side of us. We need that fire within us because we have to be passionate when it comes to learning Torah. We have to be passionate when it comes to doing mitzvahs. So we need that. But we can use it in the wrong way. We need, we have a side of us which is offer. Offer is dirt. And that side of us indeed is what makes it much harder to get out of bed when we're a little bit lazy and tired. Offer is what brings us down, what schleps the person down. But we need that too, because when we're excited to go, maybe go do an Avera, we have the side of offer, which is sort of hold us back. Maybe hold us back. Don't lash out at the person. Don't run to do that Avera so quickly. We have the side of offer, which allows us to do that. But since we're made of so many different, diverse parts, so we're pulled in that extreme, we're pulled to the other side, and to get it right every time, to, to be like a robot, to know exactly, here we have to use this amount of anger, because there are times we have to get angry. There are times we have to show anger. And, uh, and uh, there are times we have to even exercise hatred. The Gemara tells us that when you see someone doing a sin, and you know for sure it's, it's a sin, you know, it's not in a case we have to judge him favorably, you have to hate the person. But you have to be careful. It has to be the perfect balance of hatred. And that's why the Gemara tells us that we're worried that it might go too much to the extreme. So the Gemara says if you have two people, and both of them have, they're, you're going on the road and you see two people and they have to pick up the load onto the donkey. And one of them is your good friend. Hey, uncle, how are you? What do you need? Oh, your, your load is on the floor. You need help with it? Sure, I'd love to help you. But then all of a sudden you see the guy who just the other day, he he was in shul, and he was mumbling so loud by Shemun Esrei, it really got under your skin. You know that guy? Oh, and not only that, but you also saw him after shul, you saw him committing an Avera, that the Torah allows you to hate him. And that's it. Ooh, you, you're sticking up for the Torah, and you, you have an animosity for this person. But now the Torah says you're faced with two people to help. We want to make sure that you break your Yetzirah. It shouldn't get out of hand on hatred. Go help your enemy first, and then you help your friend. So, just an example that we're made up of so many different extreme emotional pulls. And the Hishapchus Midois Nafshay. And we have even opposing nature, opposing character traits within us. The Sibais Tenuais are the things that would cause us to move in one direction, cause the movement of another direction. 
And because of that, and what happens inevitably because of that, is this chalfas maizim. Therefore, we are going to also be diverse in terms of our actions. According to the way our inner self works, again, sometimes beyond what we would want it to happen, but it's just almost naturally, because we have a natural pull towards this way, a natural pull to get angry, a natural pull for desire, a natural pull to be lazy. And because of all of these different pulls in different directions, so we're going to have to adapt to each situation, and we're not always going to get it right. He gives examples in the different directions that we would be pulled. Mehem from them, Hanoi Vamaguna. Sometimes we do things which are proper, which are decent. Vamaguna. Sometimes they are despicable. They are indecent, the decisions we do when we make. Things that are wrong, they're outright wrong, they're, they're wicked, and they're good, they're righteous. And good things that we do and bad things we do. In other words, there are times that we do our various and we know we're doing the wrong thing. And yet we give into our Yetzirah. And because of this, because the, the, the makeup of man was so complex, because of that, Hashem knew that we are going to need the Kesher of Torah. Kesher means to be knotted to, to be tied to. We need to be restrained by the Torah. In other words, a person without Torah has no idea, well, how am I supposed to behave in such a situation? Should I be getting upset over here? Or should I say, no, you know what, this was just an act of God. This was Hashem wanted this to happen. I shouldn't get angry at this person. I shouldn't take revenge from this person. Naturally, we would want to take revenge. So because we have all these natural pulls, naturally we want to take pity on somebody. Should we take pity on this person? You know, the Gemara, the Chazal tell us, Sometimes it's the wrong thing to take pity. Someone who really he should be helping himself. If we feed, either it's his addiction, we feed his helplessness, where really he could help himself, it's the wrong thing. You're not doing him a service. You're doing him a disservice. So how do we know? How do we know which way to do? So we need the guidance of the Torah. We need that Kesher Torah. We need to be restrained by the Torah to fit us in to a good system of when to exercise, which Mida, which natural pull. And we need, certainly, the tradition of Chazal to tell us how to behave in situations. So that's just pure logic that if you just look at the structure and the makeup of how a person is, you realize it's impossible, it's, it's impossible to have the perfect human being, to always make the right decisions. Even after we already have the Torah which guides us, even the greatest of the great, starting from Adam Arishan, who was the Yitzir Kapov, who was the handiwork of Hashem Himself, he too sinned. And you go throughout history of the greatest people, but they also sinned. That's from one angle. And another angle we see that you just look into the Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim. And it's just replete with Psukim that tell us that we're just born to a certain amount of failure. What it tells about this topic in the Torah, Mehem Torah tells us in the beginning of the Torah in Bereshis, Ki Yetzer Lev Ha'odam Ra Min 
that the Yetzirah of the person is already evil. Minurav, and the Chazal tell us, the Rishalmi tells us, Minurav, Mishaninar. Once he shakes out and gets into this world, that's it. You ever wonder yourself, oh, I can't believe it, this kid. Boy, could he mess up this thing? Could he go wild? Wow, where did he come from? And the answer is, he's just a human being. That's the truth. As the Pesach says, Hashem said, Oy, the, the, what possesses this person and his thought process of the, of the evil that he thinks about is, old, is evil all day. A wild young donkey is man-born. Wow. Whew. You know what the Alta of Kelm said? He says, every person is born as a wild young donkey and his life's mission is to become a mensch. That's what we have to do. We're born naturally as wild donkeys and we have to become a mensch. That's our job. But here he's bringing this bus to show a man was, was, was created with a certain a sense of being unbridled, being, un, being unrestrained. And with Torah, of course, he's able to control that, when to use it, when not to use it, to become the perfect human being. There are people that we know that you look at them, they're unbelievable. Not when they were 20 years old or 40 years old, but when they're elderly. And you see what a life of Torah and working on themselves, what it did to them. You know, there was a great Baal Musa of Isaac Sher. And he was in Slabotka in, in Europe, and then he escaped before the war and came to Eretz Yisrael. Tremendous Baal Musar. And he once told one of his Talmidim, he says that for 60 years I am working on my Midas. I'm trying to perfect myself for 60 years straight. He says, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. 60 years to work on that. But that's what we're working. We're working against the the evil within us, trying to pull us in directions contrary to the way we should behave. So again, this is not to get us depressed and to give up, but it's to show us that you see HaKadosh Baruch who created us already with the doomed for failure. Not ultimate failure, but doomed for mistakes. There will be mistakes made. And he brings two more psukim here. What is man but a worm? What could you expect from a human being born from a woman? So here we, again we see this point that Kodesh Baruch created us in a, in a way that it's impossible to be a perfect specimen. And that being the case, as he's going to go on to explain, since man is always going to fall short of being perfect, Kodesh Baruch therefore created a system in place to be able to balance that out because we can't live with perfect equilibrium, perfect balance of when to use this meter, when to use this meter, to exercise it with the perfect amount and because of that we'll fail we say, oh, we messed up over there but I could recalibrate with tshuva and he'll explain in his unique way what tshuva is and Mitzvah we'll see that tomorrow night A good tonight.